Well, you're certainly welcome. I want to start, and we'll work our way back to the game itself. I want to start with where your teammate Pat Hodson was going there. Talk about that trip into Athens. I've heard accounts of this, that you guys, you've won the game up there. You're flying into Athens that evening. You're just ready to get home, and, and, and you're greeted by such a procession of fans. You had no idea that, that it was even going to happen for you, and yet it did. Talk about what that looked like from the plane coming in. Well, as we approached that, we flew right over Athens, and we could see the old CNS Bank building had a big sign, lighted sign on top of it. And so we could quickly identify. But then we saw this line of lights uh, on automobiles going out of the city. We had no idea where it was, but it was just a strange-looking thing. And uh, we didn't know what it was until we landed uh, there was a huge crowd at the airport. I mean, you could hardly walk. Uh, matter of fact, we did. I don't think our feet touched the ground. People <laughs> were picking us up and carrying us uh, to this uh, bus that we were getting on. And then when we got on the bus and started, we saw this line of cars, and all the cars that were coming out to greet us, and the parking lots filled up. They could no longer get in the parking lots, and the traffic was backed up from the airport all the way to downtown Athens. Just blew our minds. We couldn't believe that uh, that people had turned out like that. That, that just hadn't been happening in Athens uh, for for a number of years. That kind of uh, fan support, and so we we were truly amazed when, when we got on the ground and saw. Uh, what was happening. Well, let's talk about why that was. Again, put this in context, 1965. This would be Dooley's, what, second or third year as coach of the Bulldogs, second, uh, second season as coach of the Georgia Bulldogs, a, a team that obviously you make a coaching change because you're struggling and, and a team that had been. But to go up to Michigan and beat this team that to this day has won more games in college football than anybody else, to go up there and beat a team like that, uh, was it expected? I don't remember. Obviously, I was three years old. I don't remember. Were you guys favored or underdogs? I suppose you'd have been underdogs in that game. Well, we were underdogs. We, we were not expected to win. Uh, they were the defending uh, Big Ten champion and were picked to return. Now, they wound up not having that good a season this year, uh, that particular year. Uh, but we were definitely the underdog. We were not expected uh, to win that game. Plus, uh, we were uh, outmatched size-wise. I think one account in the in the paper said that we were outweighed ten pounds a man, but that wasn't true. It was at least twenty five pounds. <laughs> uh, those, those guys were really big. Much bigger than us. Now, Jerry Varnado and, again on that team in 1965. It was called the Big House even then, from what I understand. Uh, Sanford Stadium in those days, about half, not even half, of what it is now in terms of capacity. But that place in 1965 was a big place. Talk about walking into the Big House. Well, it was uh, quite intimidating. Uh, the stadium was not filled that day. I think uh, it was a little better than half capacity, but uh, it seated, I think, 102,000 people. And uh, our stadium seated 35 or 38, something like that. So uh, it, it was right in, intimidating. It, it was just a huge place. And even half to, you know, 60% full, it was a lot of folks. 
When did it begin to occur to you guys, again, we're talking with Jerry Varnado, was on the team, the only Bulldog team to ever play Michigan, did so in 1965 in their place, one of the very few trips uh, the Bulldogs made north of the Mason-Dixon line, even now one of the very rare trips the Bulldog football team had made to play a non-bowl game. When did you know as players, as a team, that you had a chance to win this game? When did that become apparent to you? Well, we thought we were going to win it. Uh, from the beginning, well, we were probably that cocky. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I expected to win every game I played in. It never dawned on me. I walked out on the field and expected anything else. And our coaches had prepared us well. Uh, and, and, uh, we expected to win. We had every intention to win. And, uh, I, I'll never, uh, I'll never forget. When we walked on the field before the game, this is after we had done our warm-up and gone back in the uh, dressing room, and then we were coming out, and their players were lined up along the wall, the opposite wall on the tunnel that we were in, and they were chanting, Go Blue! Go Blue! And uh, it, it was it was quite intimidating. And uh, But we walked out of there and said, well, we'll just see what happens. And uh, I remember when we were coming back out after the game, going back in the locker room, and they were going in their locker room, and we were lined up there, and some of our guys started chanting, go blue. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of scared me. Those guys were big. (laughs) I didn't want to get a showdown in the the tunnel. But uh, we we believed we could win. and I think all athletes uh, believe that. they believe they can win when they walk out on that field. Again, Jerry Varnado on that team. I understand as a defensive lineman, you had we heard Pat Hodson, the tight end who caught the touchdown pass. I understand you had a key play in that game. What a batted ball that turns into an interception! Yeah, I, I think I, I think that happened, uh, and I. Uh, it's all kind of fuzzy right now, but I think I did tip a ball uh, that was intercepted. But, uh, you know, it was a team effort. We played as a team. As one one thing that categorized that 65 team, even though we only wound up winning uh, six games, a, I think we were six and five, uh, we played as a team. And that, you know, the old – the old adage that we were we were we were better than the sum of our individual parts, mm. and uh, we played together as a team, and, and uh, so we gave the team credit for winning. But we had some outstanding uh, players. Pat was one of those. I was fortunate to be a, to start my career at Georgia with Pat. We played together on the freshman team uh, in in uh, in '62. Uh, Talk about for a moment Jerry Varnado again on that team that won that game in Michigan back in 1965. You mentioned the second year of Coach Vince Dooley. Obviously, at that point in his very young tenure, the jury is obviously very much out on his future, the future of the Bulldog football program. It becomes, he becomes what what he did become, and the team and the program becomes, culminates with that national championship in 1980. In a lot of ways, lays the groundwork for, for the success enjoyed in recent years by Coach Richt and now 
down by a Coach Smart uh, and obviously going to play Michigan again for a second time uh, in the Orange Bowl uh, a couple of nights from now down there in Miami. But talk about being a part of You were in on the ground floor of what has become a very successful generation or two now of George Bulldog football. Well, we did. Of course, we didn't realize that was that what was happening at the time. We just re- we just realized that now we had a chance to win. Uh, I had suffered through three, uh, uh, two seasons, and the fans three seasons where Georgia did not fare well. We had two seasons we won three games, and one season four games. So. We had won uh, seven, a total of ten, ten games in three years, uh, and we were we were at the bottom of the heap. And uh, but our coaching staff convinced us uh, that it didn't have to be that way. That we had what it took to win football games, and so we finished that first year uh, six three and one, and uh, we actually uh, went to the Sun Bowl and played Texas Tech. Uh, they were favored to win that game, and uh, we won seven to nothing. And when we came back to Athens, uh, you'd have thought we won the national championship <laughs> that year. Uh, they had a big banquet for us at the country club, and, and um, uh, it, it was great. We knew that, that something had changed in, in, the, in, the, in the DNA hmm. of Georgia football. Uh, we sensed that. But then we started out in 65 by beating Alabama, the defending national champion, uh, who actually repeated the national championship that year. And uh, we beat them 18-17. to 17. And then two games later, we went to Michigan and, uh, and beat the defending Big Ten champion. And so we were in pretty high cotton <laughs> uh, starting that year. And uh, we were looking for great things. Of course, we had a lot of injuries. Uh, in the middle of the season, and uh, as I said, we only finished uh, six and four, I think. Mm. And uh, so, but we knew that something had changed and that we were on a course Mm. that that we would uh, reestablish Georgia, help to reestablish Georgia uh, as a a contender uh, every year. Quickly, just a few seconds left here, Jerry Varnado. Thoughts on Friday night? What What do you expect to see happen? I expect to see Georgia with uh, Michigan. Succinctly <laughs> <laughs> uh, stated. I, I believe that our defense will come through, and I believe we'll shut them down, and I believe we'll see our offense come alive. Huh? And I'm I'm looking for a, uh, an exciting game. It may go down to the wire. I don't know, but I'm – I'm fully expecting Georgia to win the game. Jerry Varnado again on the team that beat Michigan in their place in 1965. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward, and Happy New Year to you. Same to you, Tim, and I appreciate you allowing me to participate in in our announcing and getting ready for for Michigan this weekend.